Welcome to the final week of our Lenten message series we are calling No Offense. The series is based on three important facts. Number one, offenses in life are inevitable. We can't go through life without encountering something that offends us. Two, offense is a trap. Offense baits us to steal life, steal joy, and steal relationships from us. So offense is a trap we want to avoid. Three, we have a choice in how we handle offense. When faced with the trap and temptation of offense, we can choose to give in or we can choose to handle an offense in a healthy way so that it does not enter our hearts. Here's the question of the day. Do you know that you can make yourself unoffendable? Let's first get into a bit of scripture and then explore that question. In today's first reading, Jeremiah is writing to Jewish people during the Babylonian exile. Here's some context for what that means. After King David, things go downhill for the nation of Israel. There are many years of poor leadership and eventually a split between the northern part of the kingdom and the southern part. Eventually, the north was overtaken by a foreign nation. Years later, the south is overtaken by a foreign nation. Now the great city of Jerusalem is ruled by the Babylonians and their king, Nebuchadnezzar. He takes captive many of the best and brightest and drags those best and brightest from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is called the Babylonian exile. Here's the thing about exile. The people living in exile are not where they intended to be. They are not in control. They are not enjoying life. We can say the same three things about offense. Offense is not what was intended. When we take offense, we're not in control, but ruled by our emotions. And when offended, we are not enjoying life. So, Jeremiah writes, The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Covenant is the relationship God established with his people. He's describing the new relationship he wants to have with his people. The first covenant was with Moses on Mount Sinai when God gives the people the Ten Commandments after they've been freed from slavery in Egypt. The new covenant will not be like that one. About the new covenant, God says, I will place my law within them and write it upon their hearts. Covenant is internal, not external. Commandments were written on stone on something external. Now the law is to be written upon our hearts. To sum all this up, God says, I will be their God and they shall be my people. God will reign over their hearts like he's always intended. And what's their job? To act like they belong to him, to respect, honor, and submit to God's rule and reign over their lives. God is saying, I will liberate you and you are to act like you've been liberated. This is how we engage in covenant relationship with God, by allowing him and him alone to rule and reign over our hearts, in our lives, in our relationships, in our daily interactions. The reality is we don't have to live in exile. We don't have to be trapped by offense any longer. We don't have to give in to the foreign rule of offense over our hearts. Here's the point for today. Even though offense is inevitable, offense is an event. Getting offended is a choice. Offenses will happen, but we don't have to live offended. 
God wants to place his law within us and write it upon our hearts. He wants us to be liberated and free. And that means we just have to let him rule our hearts. Speaking of hearts, here are five ways to let God rule over our hearts. Five ways to keep our hearts free from offense. To help you remember, we formed an acronym, H-E-A-R-T. The first letter, H, is for humble ourselves. Humility is the biggest key to overcoming offense and becoming unoffendable. In today's gospel, Jesus says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Humility is a dying to self. It's not about thinking less of yourself. It's about thinking about yourself less. Pride and entitlement increase the likelihood you will be offended. Humble people are not offended when they don't get what they deserve. The letter E is for expect offenses. They are inevitable. We know offenses headed our way. We can spot it and not be surprised and not be trapped by it. Letter A is for adjust your expectations. Unmet expectations are a breeding ground for offense. There are two kinds of unmet expectations, unrealistic expectations and unexpressed expectations. Unrealistic expectations are things like hoping your boss praises you when he's never given you a compliment. Your sister will call you, but, you know, she's never called you. Your friend who was always late will suddenly be on time for once. We just keep going back to the same dry well, hoping there's going to be water there. And we're just setting ourselves up to be offended. Drop it. Unexpected expectations are things like expecting to get that special birthday gift, but not telling anybody what you want. Hoping your coworker will stop eating hard-boiled eggs in your cubicle at lunch. Expecting your spouse to unload the dishwasher. So we need to adjust expectation, which means drop it when they are unrealistic or talk about it when expectations are unexpressed. Letter R, recognize the triggers. This is about knowing yourself. What are your triggers? What are those things that set you off? Things like certain people, politics, religion, social media, people talking about your children. Recognize your triggers so you can avoid them. What are the pathways or conversations not worth going down because they'll always lead to offense? Letter T, take inventory. Sometimes there's stuff going on inside us we don't even know about and it needs to be uncovered. Why are you so easily offended? Search your heart. Create a space to examine what's going on in our hearts and lives. H-E-A-R-T. Humble ourselves. Expect offenses. Adjust expectations. Recognize triggers. Take inventory. These are strategies to keep our hearts free from being offended. God wants to write his law upon our hearts, to be our God, and for us to be his people. Act like a liberated people, a people set free, a people free from offense and entirely unoffendable. That's what God wants for you. Let's say goodbye to offense together in prayer. If you want to live free from offense, would you pray with me now? Heavenly Father, we come to you asking for your grace. We are living in a world of offense. 
There are traps set all around us, but we don't want to be trapped any longer. We confess we've lived in the pain of offense too long. We want to be set free. You are our God, and we want to act like your children. In this moment, we ask for an outpouring of your grace. Would you grant us the courage to do this work? To take inventory, to adjust our expectations, to humble ourselves, to keep our hearts free, because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Set us free today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.